Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Happy Hippie Homestead Podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Juba, helping you find happiness and joy on your homesteading journey. Today is Thursday. Oh my gosh, I almost got all my months confused. Thursday, July 20th, 2023. And this is episode number 88. And I know if you happen to catch episode 87, you're probably thinking, what the hell is she doing putting out another episode a week later? Um, So in 87, I mentioned that my episodes are going to be a little bit more sporadic. And that is true. It just so happened that a week later, I am driving. Uh, So I've got a topic I really want to talk about. And I figured this was the perfect opportunity for me to go ahead and get an episode out for you guys. So this one I like to call tidying up. So what I mean by tidying ups, and I'll get into that and what sparked this episode as well. So what sparked this episode, I recently read Marie Kondo's book. I'm actually going to screw up the name right now if I just try to say it off the top of my head. So Marie Kondo, if you're not 100% sure who I'm talking about, is a Japanese home organization and tidying up professional. I believe she does have a show on Netflix. If you have Netflix or are interested in that, I was able to find her book at a book sale and I read it and really, really interesting ideas and some really, really cool stuff. So this book is amazing and it changed how I look at everything. It changed how I look at the stuff I have in my house, and it changed how I look at the stuff I have at work, like just the stuff that I have. I now look at things differently and how I can maybe organize that. So I'll give you a quick rundown of what her method is, and then we'll get into some cool tips and tricks that I picked up and I put into place and how that's worked for me so far. So her method is to pick up every single item in your house and ask yourself, does this bring me joy? If the answer is no, you get rid of it. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. So what I liked about her process, it's relatively simple. Now, when I tell you to pick up every item in your house, you're probably like, what the hell? That is a whole lot of stuff that I'm picking up. So she recommends you do it by category of item. So you don't go room by room. You go category by category, and she recommends you start with clothes first, and that you start with off-season clothes before you start with clothes that are in season right now. So the logic behind that is when you start with off-season clothes and you ask, does this bring me joy? And think to yourself, am I going to be excited to wear this in the next season? So right now it's the summer. So I started with all my winter clothes. I literally pulled them out of my closet, put it all on my bed, all my winter clothes from everywhere. Like I'm talking drawers, closets, even my winter coats, like everything came out. And I held it up and asked myself, does this bring me joy? And when it turns cold outside, will I be excited to wear this? If my answer was no, it went right in the discard pile. If my answer was, of course, oh my God, I love this. It went in the keep pile. And then there were a few items where I picked up and I felt myself hesitate. Where I was like, well, I immediately put those in the, dis- in the discard pile. Because to me, that brief hesitation meant that I didn't actually love it. 
And I was trying to justify for whatever reason to keep it. Whether because, well, it's my only whatever and well, I might wear it one day or well, no. Put it in the discard pile. You don't actually want it. So put it there. So did that for all my clothes. And it really changed a lot of things. I got rid of a ton of clothes. And when I looked in my closet before, I couldn't actually pick out items that I, you know, hanging up on the hanger. I couldn't look in my closet and say, well, these two or three things I probably wouldn't wear. No, I didn't know until I was actually picking up each piece of clothing one by one. Was I able to get to the bottom of, does this bring me joy and am I excited to wear this? So part of her method she kind of talks about also is why you need to be picking up each piece of clothing. And it's more than just giving you the opportunity to actually see it. Because if it's wedged in a closet or in a drawer somewhere, it's really easy to forget that those things exist. But not only does it give you the opportunity to see that item, but you get to feel the energy levels of that item and see if it's vibrating with you, basically vibing with you. Um, Some hippie energy stuff right there for you. So I started with my clothes. And once I got the ball rolling, I moved into everything else. (laughs) So she recommends not only just starting with clothes, but then moving on to books and then miscellaneous items and then moving into like personal sentimental items last. Do not start digging through your photo box now if you haven't even started this yet because you're going to want to refine what that feeling is of joy. And also when you kind of open up Pandora's box of sentimental items, you could get distracted for hours and not feel like you made a lot of progress. But if you had taken those two hours instead and worked on your clothes, you might be done with all your clothes by now. So a box of pictures versus all your clothes, that's bigger leaps and bounds that are going to keep you motivated to continue going forward. So I went through the whole house. She also recommends that you do not take breaks where you decide to, well, today I'm going to do one room and the next month I'll do the next room and the next month I'll do the next room. No, she wants you to get it done and get it done fast. And she also does not want you to worry about organizing things until you get rid of everything you don't want. So, yes, get rid of all your clothes, kind of put them back where they came from, and move on to the next category of items. And once you basically clean sweep your whole house, you can look at it and say, okay, how can I reorganize this? How can I get rid of some of this furniture? Furniture, Or maybe I need to add a piece of furniture so I can get rid of some furniture, whatever it might be. So that's an important thing as well. Do not buy the newest organization gadget on the market because that's most likely not your problem is you need more organizational space or you need more living space. Your problem is you have too much shit. Just being very, very honest. If you're looking around your house going, wow, I'm out of room in my closet or I'm out of room in my drawers or in my craft drawers or in my kitchen, I'm just out of space. I don't have space anymore. 
I'm willing to bet you have a bunch of shit you could get rid of. Just being super blunt, I only live in an 800 square foot house. I wouldn't say my house was packed to the gills with stuff. You know, it was livable. It was nice. I thought very comfy until I got rid of, I literally probably got rid of 15 or more garbage bags full of just stuff for my house. Not to mention countless pieces of big furniture that's now gone out of my house because I didn't need it to organize all that stuff that I had just gotten rid of. And it feels so freeing. Oh man, I now walk into my house and like breathe a sigh of relief. So she does say this should not be a process that you have to repeat every single year or every six months or whatever. If that's the case, you're possibly not doing it correct from the start. Now that doesn't mean every five or 10 years of you living in the same house, you don't need to do this because you might. But if you start looking at once you get everything cleaned out of your house, get it reorganized, make sure everything has a place. That's the big piece. Everything, everything needs a home, wherever that might be. Books need a specific spot on the bookshelf. Your clothes need a specific spot in your closet, on your, in your drawers, whatever it might be. Everything needs a specific spot. So when you are done with it, you put it back automatically. And when you bring home new items or when you get gifted new items, instead of just buying more organizational space for those items, you should look and reevaluate, does this gift I received, doesn't matter what it is, does this gift I received actually bring me joy? And if it does bring me joy, where can I find a spot for it? It's okay if that gift does not bring you joy. That is okay. If somebody bought you a beautiful dress, maybe they spent a good amount of money on it and you feel bad, but it's not your style, so you feel like you want to keep it. Please do not keep it. Say thank you to the item for helping you out, for giving you the gift, and be willing to give it away, sell it, whatever the case may be, to someone else that could really use that dress where it's really more their style. So I will say the 15-ish bags of stuff I got rid of, I put that all different places, all different places. So I didn't just throw it all in the trash. I donated a little bit of it. I also, so yeah, donated to Goodwill. I put some actually out to the curb for free and put a, po a, put a post on Facebook Marketplace and let people know, took a picture and said, hey, I've got kitchen items, women's clothes, all these things. If you're interested, please come by. Here's the address. It's by the curb. Take whatever you would like. Literally in 24 hours, all of it was gone. All of it. <clears throat> so... You can do something like that as well. You can also have a garage sale. I thought about having a garage sale, honestly, because of the sheer amount of stuff I was giving, I was getting rid of. But for me right now, that would have taken a lot of energy and I don't really have that much energy to spare to a garage sale. And the last time I held a garage sale at my house, I only made $35. So 
I was not too inclined. I will say the big furniture that I got rid of, I got rid of like a nine cube storage, a big metal rack and two or three other things, some shoe racks. I definitely sold those on Facebook marketplace and told people they had to pick it up only. I was not going to deliver things to all over God's creation. Either they were going to pick them up or I was keeping them is how that was going to go. So something to think about there. You can list things on Facebook marketplace. You can take some of your clothes to a consignment shop. So many ideas with what you can do once you discard your items. For me though, once I bagged it all up, saw how much stuff it was, I just wanted it out of my house very fast. Like I didn't want to wait and hold on to these things any longer. I was done with them. Done, done, done. Didn't want them anymore because I knew they didn't bring me joy now. So yep, that was it. Um, very freeing. I will say part of this ties into, I do have some OCD and when I get fixated on a project, like that's it. I go all out. So literally in under a week of like working, trying to care for a dog that just had surgery and you name it. I was trying to you know, I'm going back to school for my doctoral program. I'm actually driving home right now from sitting for the first portion of the CPA exam. So between all those millions of things and training for a triathlon I have coming up in August, I still within a week in my full-time job, like in a week, I was able to go through my whole entire 800 square foot house, like top to bottom, every single closet, every single drawer, my poor fat cat, Rumpelstiltskin got super stressed out that poor cat has moved now he I think just turned nine yep he just turned nine uh no yep nine okay I was trying to think nine or ten he just turned nine and he has moved with me five times so poor Rumpelstiltskin thought we were moving because of all the stuff I was pulling out and bagging up and putting in boxes and moving furniture poor baby boy (laughs) I will say the last move was probably the most traumatic because I had to, let's just say I drove them back and forth across the whole state of North Carolina a few times, and he really hated that. So he got very stressed out. Um, He's okay now because I have not touched a piece of furniture or put anything in a bag in the last like 24 to 48 hours. So he is much more chill. He's back to his regular self, but he was not a happy boy. So something to be cautious of too. If you've got some OCD, this shit can be addictive. Like getting rid of the shit that you know doesn't bring you joy can be super addictive. I recommend that everybody do this. Whatever pace works for you. If it needs to be one category of items a month, then it needs to be that. But I do think the faster you do it, once you build up that momentum, is going to be a game changer. So a few things here. So the clothes, I'll circle back to clothes. So she has recommendations not only for how to discard of your clothes, but recommendations for how to organize your clothes and not just the things you hang in the closet, but how to fold, which I thought was really interesting. So I did fold my, all my clothes differently. And I will say it's different. It feels different. It looks different in all my drawers. So I'll start with hanging clothes up in your closet. So she recommends on the left-hand side doing the longest and heaviest items and then let it get smaller as it goes right. 
So let me give you a practical example of how that worked for me. So I hung up all my long dresses, then all my shorter dresses. My short dresses are like knee length and I am 5'8", so they're not that short. So my shorter dresses, then I put my hung my pants up because my pants get like folded over a hanger pants. Then I did all the jackets and long sleeve together, all the short sleeve together, all my skirts together because they're even shorter um, than a shirt or about the same length. And then all my crop tops all the way to the right. I do have some crop tops. So I will say aesthetically, that's really pleasing. I've always had my closet done by color. So this is a little different for me, but not only did I now do it in like size and heaviness order, but I did still find a way to keep it in color order. (laughs) So that's, that's just me though. You don't have to do color order. And I'm also one of those people where all my stuff needs to face the same way. Like if I have three jackets hanging up in my closet, they all face to the left. Like all my dresses face to the left, so the zippers face to the right. That's just, I can't hang things up the other way. Can't do it. It's just not part of who I am. Um, And that's okay. So that I thought was a really cool tip. Really changed the game in my closet, I think. I really love opening up my closet and looking in there now. Especially with a lot less stuff. And I will say my little black cat, Selena Sky. Oh my gosh, she loves my new closet so much. She used to kind of get in there sometimes, but literally every time I open the closet door, she comes running because she wants to go in the closet because it just feels so much better in there. So I think that's really cute and adorable. So another thing about how you fold your clothes. So she recommends (coughs) folding them up small-ish and do not stack items on top of each other. So part of the idea behind not stacking them on top of each other is the clothes all the way at the bottom of your drawer. For me, I use cubes. I use a cube storage. So definitely the clothes all the way at the bottom of that cube, number one, I forget about. And number two, become a wrinkly mess because of the weight of all the other clothes sitting on top of that one piece of clothing, whatever it might be. So something to think about, not to stack your clothes on top of each other like you see at a store, but to fold them up nice and small, like end over end, so they kind of stand up tall on their own, and rearranging them in your drawer that way. Another recommendation that she has is not balling your socks up, which is something new for me. I was always taught to, you know, fold the socks together into a little ball, basically. And that's how you keep your socks matched. So she recommends undoing those balls and taking your matching socks and just folding them in half together and laying them in your drawer that way. So you can easily see what pair of socks it is that you're going to grab. I like it so far. And I think my socks might like it too. I don't know. So worth trying how it's worth trying. I think any of it, if you're interested in reorganizing, I feel like if you made it this far, you probably are interested in 
organization on some level or you know you need help with organization or you just like the sound of my voice which I really appreciate too so I already talked about I've got my little list here of what I wanted to talk about so I already talked about how many bags I got rid of (laughs) so I will say the amount of bags that actually shocked me because I kind of considered myself a little bit of a minimalist not a complete minimalist don't get me wrong I know I'm not there but I thought I was like on my way to being a minimalist because in about a year I was able to go from a 1600 square foot house down to an 800 square foot house So I thought, you know, wow, this is great. Most people do not live in an 800 square foot house. I must be pushing my way down into a tiny house. I mean, that's what I was hoping anyway. So the idea that I was able to get rid of that many bags of things just blew my mind. Blew my mind. So it's important not to think about all the things that you have to get rid of, but focus on keeping the things you love and finding space for those things that you do love because then your items are going to bring you joy and it's not going to stress you out as much when you have to clean or dust or whatever it might be because you like the way things look and feel in your house and your house I'm telling you will appreciate it as well my house just feels so much lighter and freer without all of that stuff in it and it makes me actually want to like relax in the house or get work done whatever it might be so I didn't realize that I had clutter because that's just what I was used to having but now I realize what it feels like to not have that clutter and it feels amazing And I will say this also ties a little bit into feng shui. If you're into feng shui at all, I did read a whole book on feng shui. So feng shui is really all about the energy of your room, your house, and the items that are placed inside of your home. So I'm not going to go down the feng shui rabbit hole, but they do have recommendations with where to put your bed in your bedroom, where to put your your office, where to put your desk in your office, things like that. They also have recommendations for feng shui for everything. So most room, every room and every house, if it's a square or rectangle shape, has eight points. And those eight points are like money, family, career, relationships, all of that. That's four points. I don't remember the other four off the top of my head. But in feng shui, if you're having issues, you know, bringing money into your house, like bringing money home that, you know what I'm saying. If you have issues with extra income, you don't really have any extra income, look at the money corner of your house and it's most likely cluttered and filled with shit. So if you free up that money corner of your house, boom, you're going to start bringing in money and, being, and having extra money at your disposal. So it's things like that that are really interesting. And for me, personally, why not give it a try and see what happens? See how it makes you feel. What kind of changes happen in your life as a result of something like this? I'm willing to try lots of different things. I mean, this is a hippie podcast, so I think... The energy of your house matters. 
the energy of your stuff matters. The energy of how you're organizing your things matters. I think all of that plays into it. I will go down a slight rabbit hole as well. Uh, So we talked about feng shui quickly. But another thing is numerology ties into your house. You might be living in a house that has a certain energy or vibe because of the number of house you live in. So no matter what you do, that's never going to change, if that makes sense. Like you can make the energy better in your house, but you can't make the energy of a five house match the energy of a seven house. And I can say that from experience. So I will not go too far down a rabbit hole, but the numbers are one through nine and each house has its own different vibe based on which number it is. I spent a long time living in a five house. I moved into a four house right after while I was going through a divorce and I moved into a seven house. Now I will say the seven house at the moment is my most favorite. Uh, So seven house is all about being introspective about learning a lot, growing spiritually and professionally and going back to school for higher levels of education. All of that happens in a seven house. So it's funny is I didn't realize that when I bought this house and sure enough, I'm going back to school for my doctorate and all these amazing things. So that doesn't mean if you live in a two house that you can't go back to school It just means that a seven house would be more supportive of that than a two house. Not that it's not possible, just not as supportive. Five house is always rambunctious and moving and going and there's something happening. Can be kind of dramatic. There's always people coming in and out like that's a five house. Yikes, that's a lot for me. So, and what I mean by five house, a seven house. So my house number is 250, 250. So to get my house number for numerology, I add the two plus the five plus the zero and I get a seven house. So if you're interested in that, please Google that as well. And I might have to do a whole nother episode just on numerology. I read a whole book about that and that was really amazing too. So back to our original topic, which was tidying up But then I went down a rabbit hole of other things related to your house and the energy levels in your house here. So tidying up your house, getting rid of all the clutter and the things that don't bring you joy. It is a lot of work. I don't want to sugarcoat it. I don't want to make you think that it was the easiest thing in the world. She even recommends doing it without anything going on in the background. So no TV, no music nothing to distract you so this way you're able just to kind of tap in to those feelings of does it bring me joy and you're able to notice did I hesitate there because you're not distracted with your attention split somewhere else so I definitely did it like that with nothing going on in the background and I do think it allowed me to intuitively connect better with my items And it's making me think twice about cluttering it up with anything that I have. So there's that too. So I hope you learned something from this episode, whether it's maybe like the feng shui part or numerology. 
Uh, if you want more numerology stuff and you love reading like I do, Glennis Has Your Number is the numerology book that I read. Super good, super fascinating. Totally recommend that. Feng Shui books. I definitely went to the library and got a bunch of feng shui books from the library. So you can do that as well if you're interested in that. I don't have one particular feng shui book that I would recommend over the others. But there are different types of feng shui. So be, I guess, cautious of that. If you pick up one one feng shui book and you're like, this is not resonating with me. It might be that you need a different type of feng shui to resonate with you. But I also recommend you check out Marie Kondo's stuff. Because I think she might might be able to help you with whatever it is going on in your house or you might be able to share some of the information you learned with somebody else in their house you know and help them as well so I want you to enjoy the process with this and enjoy your newly like imagined redesigned house basically because that's what it's gonna feel like is something brand new for you so hope you got something out of today's episode And please feel free to share this with anybody that you think may want this or need to hear this for whatever reason. And I will talk to you guys next time. May you be happy, may you be well, and may you have the courage to pursue your dreams.